Yes, indeed. We are awaiting your home improvement type of questions, either by phone or by text. If you don't know the number, we'll give it to you right now, 651-461-9226, which means you can call in your home improvement question, chat with Andy, or if you uh, find it easier to send a text like a lot of folks do, that's great, 651-461-9226, same number, for either phone call or the text. Uh, Good morning to you, Andy. How was your week? It was a great week. How was your week? Yeah, it was good. It seems to be busier and busier. I'm not sure how that's possible, but it (laughs) seems to be that uh, that very thing. Uh, Weather was uh, pretty accommodating, I would think, for your cruise, right? Yeah. You know, uh, more rain this week than than we'd want to deal with. Um, But, you know, this uh, the the coolness is definitely welcomed uh, compared to where we were. Well, this point last week, it uh, yeah, we'll we'll take this type of weather over that hot muggy weather any 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 day of the week, and hopefully we can just uh, keep the rain away, and and uh, as long as we got temperatures in that forty to sixty degree range, we can install almost anything. I know that, and I've I've seen uh, a text from listeners about this very question, and I know that uh, on Facebook and other social sites that uh, Linda's. Uh, it talks about how to make sure you find the right contractor, uh, ways of doing that, steps to do that. Can we kind of go over a few of those a listener would like? Uh, you know, it, it can be kind of daunting, you know, if, if you, you're thinking about some major projects or even not so major projects, and you got to hire somebody because you can't do it yourself. Uh, again, uh, how to relieve some of that stress? What, what, what kind of a guideline? would you give them? Well, I think the, the, the number one rule should be take your time. And it, I'm, I'm telling you, like when I, when I run into these, these, these contractors gone bad or we're, we're coming in after a contractor failed to do what they were supposed to do the first time around, you, we start to hear the, the same story over and over. I only met with one person. I signed uh, the, the, the first person I saw it was the only person I could get to come out and even take a look at it. We we hear those types of things, and then then we see the work that happens when when we don't go through what I what I consider is was the the proper process in in choosing a contractor. One, get multiple estimates. Two, you you check the references of those those contractors. Maybe not. Maybe even by going to job sites. Chances are, like when we come out to your house. If you want to go to an existing job site, more than likely we're working in your neighborhood somewhere. I mean, I, I get customers sending me pictures of of my vans at their neighbors' houses weekly. So it uh, we're, we we have 160 people working in the Twin Cities metro area on, on any given day. So for us, we can just go right down the street, more than likely to a job site or something that we finished recently or last year or five years ago, and take a look at it if that's what you want to do. Well, and we gladly. We'll, we'll hop in the vehicle and, and go and take that tour with you. And and then look at the reviews online. Now, now that the be-all, end-all, there's lots of workarounds companies are using to get uh, to bolster the, the amount of reviews that they have. But the research that you do is really, really important. And if you can have any idea, like, what the end result is, what you want it to be before you start meeting with the contractors, amount of pictures, links to websites, ideas, uh, a list of questions, I'm telling you, when, when I show up at a customer's house, and they have a list of 15 questions that they want to get answered that day, and they're writing those answers down, the chances of them 
having to go to court to deal with a contractor are really, really small. So it's it's a lot of a lot of the onus has to be put on the customer when when choosing a contractor. It's it's just the the most important part of of the entire process probably for the customer is the first you know couple of weeks as you're going through those meetings and narrowing narrowing it down. And so often we 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 let our emotions or the the dollars be the the biggest reason why we're making decisions, and it's usually not the right way to go. You've kind of mentioned it uh, in past shows as far as like uh, licenses and uh, various numbers, insurance information. Uh, you brought up the fact that uh, I believe that some of these people, these scofflaws, they can kind of fake that as far as, uh, uh, you know, hiding the real identity or lack of, right? Correct. Yeah. You know, um, just because it says they were insured, you know, three months ago doesn't mean they're insured today. So I would double check that and check with the, their their licensing number, and make sure that there's no complaints against them with the the Department of Labor and things of that nature, and just make sure that they actually have a proper license in in the Twin Cities metro area, especially during these storm times. If you're dealing if you're in one of the areas of the Twin Cities that's dealing with a lot of hail damage or wind damage or storm damage, and you're getting the door knockers that are coming to your house, if you're going to choose one of those companies, I would do make sure that my research is spot on and that I've, I've double checked their their licensing and insurance, and just to make sure, you know, somebody falls off your your roof while working on it or sets up a ladder improperly and and has an accident and they don't have the proper insurance, that can that can come back to the customer, the homeowner, and that's not. Not a fun thing to go through. No. Uh, 651-461-9226. Any kind of a home improvement question you might have can be about finding a contractor. can be about in- 651-461-9226. Any kind of a home improvement question you might have can be about finding a contractor. can be about insulation. I would imagine that Lindis is getting a lot, <laughs> a lot of calls. Folks, maybe like some people I know, turning on their furnaces for the first time the, this uh, this season, getting mm-hmm. some input, the uh, calls about uh, insulation, Andy. Yes, we lots of calls about insulation, lots of calls about leaf guard gutters. As these uh, the leaves starting to fall, the wind and rain this week uh, took down a, a lot of leaves. I don't know about you, but uh, I was very thankful to have the bagger going on my lawnmower this week because uh, it's going to save me some raking for sure, and. Uh, and it, so the, the 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 calls for clog gutters and and things of that nature were were through the roof as well this week. Um, I'm looking at speaking of gutters. I'm looking at a. I tell you what, let's do. Uh, I'm getting a signal. We need to take a quick break. We come back. We'll pick up on some uh, text messages. And again, if you uh, would rather phone in your uh, home improvement question, that's good too. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Right now in the Twin Cities, temperature boy really hasn't moved. For hours, uh, it was 44 for a few hours this morning. Now on 45, we expect to hit highs near 52 today. And as far as your uh, Sunday goes, partly sunny tomorrow, high near 56. If you have a holiday on Monday, sunny, then highs near 52. Again, 45 degrees. Don't forget Twins Baseball. Our coverage gets underway 245 this afternoon. Take CCO with you if you're going to be doing any work uh, outside. 245 Twins in Houston here on A3OWCCO.
And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch with those good folks, 844-9-LINDUS. Easiest number uh, to remember. Uh, this is uh, still October, Andy. What kind of a deal are we talking about on various uh, services uh, and uh, products from Lindus? 50% off, right, the installation labor? Yeah, on the installation labor of GAF Asphalt Roofing, Leaf Guard Gutters, and, of course, Infinity Windows by Marvin, which uh, those those amount of uh, opportunities and people that want estimates on, on windows and doors has, has definitely uh, crept up the last couple of weeks. And uh, I'm assuming, again, if you're like me and you turned your heat on for the first time uh, a couple of days ago this year, um, you start to think about things like that. You know what else, Denny? I, uh, I checked all my carbon uh, monoxide detectors. And they all have, oh, yeah. you know, the the, the ten year is, is is what they're supposed to last. Right. And I only have three in my home, but all three of them needed to be replaced, and they're only five years old. And no matter even replacing the batteries didn't work. Uh, I did, so I tested them all, and it uh, it's something I do every year, and I'm glad I did because uh, this year they all failed. Wow! All all three of them. All three of them. They were all bought at the same time, so. Right. I, uh, I'm assuming. I'm assuming there was a. Uh, they uh, they misjudged the ten year lifespan of these uh, these here units, and uh, they all they all. Sometime between last time I tested them, uh, probably in the springtime of some sort, and so some somewhere in the last six months they went they went bad on me. Now the these are the uh, the the type that have the built in batteries, not uh, ch- not not to change them out. Correct. Built-in batteries, they're directly plugged in, and uh, I don't know what uh, why they went bad, but they did. Hmm. Well, that's a good word to, to the wise. Be safe, because uh, boy, that that's nasty. Yeah, we're yeah, getting close to the Halloween as far as you know. Uh, those that do have certain detectors with batteries, change out those batteries at uh, this time of year. Yeah, good good point. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, listener, you were talking about gutters, and a texter wanted to know: Does the LeafGuard gutter system have a heated gutter option. I know you've talked about, and we have another uh, question about heat tapes. Uh, do they work? Are they worth it? So maybe you can combine those uh, questions. They work as a last resort when you cannot do the proper amount of insulation and ventilation. Because um, the normal freeze-thaw cycle, it's usually not an ice, enough ice to want to warrant putting in a heat tape or a heated gutter. Now, on, on my home, and that'll change when, when I redo the front porch, uh, at some point in time, um, you know, it's, uh, I've been talking about redoing that front porch roof for well, four or five years now. And I put a heat tape on the backside of my flashing on my leaf guard on that 20 foot run, then out the downspout and plug it in every year and didn't ever have to deal with icicles on that roof. But there's only a 10 inch space. It's a heated area and there's only 10 inches of space. It's an old uh, front porch of an old four square farm home. That's, you know, I live in the the same house that my mother grew up in. And, and, you know, it's been remodeled a couple of times, but there's just not enough space in there to, to, there's no ventilation. It's a hot roof. It's completely jam packed full of cellulose and it's still not enough. And so I'm going to redo that roof, put in uh, some spray foam, put in some hardboard foam over the top and a a new dead air space and, uh, and kind of go from there when, when we get around to it. But it, it, they, they do work, but I try to stay away from them as much as possible. And it's not a service that, that we install. But it's pretty easy to install that yourself. If you can do Christmas lights, you can install a heat tape. 
I wouldn't put them any holes in your roof or running on your roof if you can get away from that. But uh, aluminum does conduct energy. So if you can run this along the top edge of the gutters and then in the downspout and out the downspout, typically those gutters don't have any um, uh, any any problems with ice. Uh, t- over the years that uh, Lindis, I've had Lindis come in, and it was a couple different times to do uh, insulation. That that seemed to solve a multitude of problems. And as you know, Andy, I've had leaf guard gutters on uh, on our house. Boy, the, what do we figure? It's close to thirty years now. Something like that. Yeah, somewhere in there. You know, nineteen ninety five. I think uh, that we installed them, and people ask us all the time. Do they actually keep all the tree debris out? How long will it take us? We see that one text. How long will it take us to get out there yeah. and clean them when they do clog? Denny, how long? Uh, how many times have we been out to your house to clean your gutters? Not once in twenty-eight years. Yeah, not so, once. Our service department is one person strong, and we've uh, you know since nineteen ninety-five. I think we're up to. 75,000 LeafGuard customers, something like that, in the Twin Cities mar- wow. metro area. So think about that. We've yeah. we've installed a few gutters in our day, Denny. Yeah, and they work, too, and that's the big difference. Yeah, get the get the real deal, LeafGuard gutters. If you need gutters, uh, those are the ones you want. You don't have to. You can sleep at night and, and no, no, uh, no ladders. Um, good morning, Andy and Denny. This texture says, first of all, I love the show. Listen every Saturday. Thank you for that. Uh, the question is, can Jesse Treble lift, meaning safe basements, lift a sinking foundation on one side of a cabin in the Alexandria area? As you know, and as I know, and we talk about uh, safe basements, they cover all of Minnesota and parts of our neighboring states as well. But I know they cover all of Minnesota. So uh, safebasements.com, uh, as you will probably say, Andy, too, check them out. Uh, check out their website and and see what they say about uh, about uh, they they do that that lifting yeah. foundations and sidewalks and things like that. I'm pretty They're sure experts. that's that's maybe it's uh, Jesse's son that that runs an office up there. Um, I know they have an office in the Alec area. Maybe it's the Detroit Lakes area. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, anywhere in Minnesota, they they'll yeah. go out. And if there's anyone in Minnesota that can handle a sinking foundation, it's SafeBasements.com. That's, yeah, and they are still family-owned, family-run, uh, like yes, well, Lindis is as well. So it's, it's yes, still, sir. Uh, how many years in the business now for Lindis? Ooh, since nineteen seventy-nine, I believe it's our be uh, in be forty-five years coming up in May, Denny. My goodness! All right, let's hope there's a party. Of course, there will um, be a party. You know us. All right. <laughs> Here's, uh, I tell you what, I was going to grab uh, more text, but let's do this. I'm getting a bit of a signal. It's uh, it's just about time to look at that forecast, see what uh, not only the rest of the weekend, some folks may have a holiday on Monday, and uh, see what uh, weather brings the rest of this coming week as well. So we'll do that. Have about another half hour of the show to go. So any kind of a home improvement question, we'd love to hear from you, either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. Here on News Talk 830-WCCO. Yeah, tune us in 2.45 this afternoon, Twins-Houston. A lot of excitement around here, right, Andy? I mean, uh, really big time, big time excitement. 
I haven't seen this in a long time. Um, we yeah. have, I'm looking. Been, been at a minute, the, huh? Uh, I'm sorry? I said, yes, been a minute, huh? Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm looking at all these text messages we've uh, received here. Let's see how many folks we can help before you have to take your leave today. Um, and this kind of addresses the leaf guard gutter question about <laughs> how long how long does it take to, to, to unclog those? We've established that. They have uh, four large bur oak trees directly over the house. Do you think the leaf guard gutters will help in that situation? Well, I would say yes. What would you say? Yes, of course. Oak yeah. trees, maple trees, pine trees, uh, steep roofs, low slope roofs. Um, we have good luck with leaf guard in all of those situations and have ways to, to handle certain valley areas. And we'll walk you through it and we'll, be, we'll tell you exactly uh, what's going to happen on the heaviest rains and what to expect in the fall as well as, uh, when we meet with you and go through that uh, no obligation estimate. A lot of questions about gutters this morning. Uh, here's another one. Uh, how late in the season can you install the leaf guard gutters? And do you do the work in Zimmerman, which is not that far north? Yeah. Um, it really depends on the winter. It's, uh, the cold doesn't stop us so much as crazy amounts of snow and ice on the roof and the ground. Uh, just setting up our scaffolding is, uh, can be a, a challenge in, in, in working and in a safe manner as you're removing, say, you have open-style gutters, which have a tendency to collect all the snow and ice on the inside of the trough and build it up onto the roof. Well, you you can be, you know, 30, 40, 50 pounds every few feet. And as you remove those, imagine, you know, that they want to stress that puts on not only the person installing and removing them, but uh, it can take off fascia, it can damage damage roofing. So we were, we're, we're really careful to make sure that if the weather doesn't allow us to install, we won't. Having said that, typically we get into January most years, and some years we've gone all the way through the, the, the year installing. So last year wasn't one of those years, Denny. Uh, the snowiest, uh, one of the snowiest, uh, if not the snowiest uh, season on record. We uh, didn't get a lot of work done last January, February, and March. Oh, that's for sure. What a season. We'll have to wait and see what happens with uh, the El Nino uh, condition again. Um, I'm looking at uh, boy a, vari- a variety of, uh, of of text messages this morning. Um, there was a. Uh, well, I was going to ask you another another one came in as far as damage when when Linda's crews have replaced and I don't remember when uh, when your crews replaced ours almost thirty years ago. Do you, do they often find if, if the the if they're replacing open gutters with leaf guard is there a lot of rotted wood that that's discovered as they're removing these old open gutters? You know, it, it, less and less it seems uh, we're, we're, that we're finding rotten wood because of the amount of old steel gutters that we run into um, isn't as much as maybe it was 15 years ago. 15 years ago, if you had what, uh, what we called the high back old steel gutters that had a they had a flashing that went up underneath your roof, if those were original with the home, and they've rusted, that wasn't offering you any protection. And sometimes the water was getting uh, underneath it above that even. So I've had to replace the, you know, the bottom two feet of a roof before uh, because it was all rotten out. We're running into that less and less, but it's definitely something we, we, we still see every week. But um, it's, it used to be you know, 20 30% of our jobs had that high back steel gutter that was re- getting removed and we're running into a lot more aluminum gutters that are screwed onto the fascia board and have a roof edge or a gutter apron 
than than we were the old steel, you know, hand bent gutters. Here's our phone number. It's also our text number for your uh, home improvement questions for Andy. 651-461-9226. The listener says they're going to start building a new house soon. Congratulations. This will carry over into cold weather season. Do I have to be concerned about the quality of workmanship and other things affected by the cold? I think that's a great question. You know, it is, unless they're going to get it dried in before it gets too cold and do a lot of the interior work. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do to condition a space once you have the, the walls and the roofing up and, and running uh, temporary heaters. Now, it can add some costs. Um, I, I waited to build, say, like my, my man cave shed at my home. I, I got the shelf up, and then, you know, it was about $2,500 extra in propane I spent that year conditioning the space because you know we poured the concrete in january denny and so i had to put in the blankets and thaw out the floor and and, and do do a lot of those things but i i went into that knowing i would have to do that knowing that the only way i'm going to get linda's construction crews to work on my house is it's going to have to be a polar vortex or something like that outside where we can't go work on other people's homes so i i, I plan to do that in the winter time but if just just know that there might be some extra costs and it might take longer but if they can get it all dried in, I think that's a great way of going out, going going about going about building a home, because uh, you know you can wait until the the weather's good to do any of the other exterior stuff, and right away in the springtime, now you're starting with the landscaping, so you're getting it all planted right away in the spring. You've got a whole season for it to grow and establish. So I uh, I wouldn't be afraid of of going this route if I was was that customer. Again, 651-461-9226 for your home improvement type of question. Here's uh, one that uh, you can really relate to. You've you've mentioned uh, on the show before about how you, uh, Linda's constructionist, had to kind of clean up somebody else's mess. Uh, this texter says this, What can be done about a contractor that was recommended and hired by the lumberyard to do a job on your home, and it was a huge fail? I had to hire someone else to correct. Well, again, as I mentioned, you mentioned that Lindis has had to to correct some some uh, bad work before at other people's homes. But what uh, I guess what this listener is asking is maybe something legal here. You know, um, the Department of Labor has has things that uh, you can do with them to to try to remedy the situation with any contractor. The you make sure that the lumber yard is aware of the situation as well, so they don't recommend that contractor again. And um, you know, I before I would hired somebody else, I would have tried to remedy it with my with the existing contractor, which they very well could have done. But I I, I don't know the the rest of that story. But I would start there, and I won't be afraid to talk to the manufacturer of whatever products uh, that were put on the home as well. A lot of time making the manufacturer aware of the contractors that are installing things poorly for them uh, can help can help matters. That's But I would start there, the Lumberyard, uh, Department of Labor, Better Business Bureau, Google Reviews, things of that nature, and, and just make sure that uh, you can back up whatever you put out there for, for reviews and try to document as much. Maybe you can get some, some money back from the contractor. I'm not sure. All right. Earlier in the show, if you just joined us a little bit late, Andy was talking about uh, three CO detectors at his home that uh, failed, all failed earlier rather than 10 years, more like five. 
But a listener heard you do that and uh, mention that, and they say, how did you test your carbon monoxide detectors? I assume uh, they were kind of chirping and making noise, or did you actually do a test? They um, they were not chirping or making any noise, but I actually did uh, the, the test, and I couldn't get them to, to do anything. Um, oh. yeah, I think uh, I feel like you hold the button for X amount of seconds, you know, the, the, the test button right. has all written right there, and you're supposed to get five beats back, and I never got anything. I tried it on all of them. Um, unplugged them, plugged them back in, held on to the test button, and just never got them to make uh, the the chirps that they were supposed to make. So I um, just assumed they were failing and replaced them all and just chalked it up that uh, it's uh, sixty dollars well spent. Yeah, it is October, October seventh to be exact. It's it's the time of year to to check all that stuff, smoke and CO detectors for sure. Uh, let's go on to another text. We got a bunch of them. Um, my house texter says is 80 years old. I'd like to remove the plastic tiles from the bathroom walls and install ceramic tiles. Is there any waterproofing I should do to the walls before putting the new tile on? How would you prepare, the, prepare those walls before the ceramic, Andy? Well, I I don't know what they're going to have for a for their backer board, but they make specific backer board for the bathroom. And I would make sure that I'm installing that and then installing the tile on the wall. A little uh, cheat for you if you want. Uh, instead of using thin set, now, mind you, this the, the, the backer, whatever backer wall you're putting on, won't it, it won't last trying to redo the tile as you, if you try to remove this tile. But for me, you know, again, I live in an old four square farm home and it's two by four construction. So the walls have a little bit more movement maybe than than, than normal walls. And I, uh, instead of using Thinset, used a uh, PL400, which is like just a, a, a construction adhesive on my tiles and put them on the wall that way. It made sure that, you know, all the grout lines were free and clear of, of glue before it dried. And then I used my grout after that. And, and I'm, those, those, those tiles have been on the wall for many years, and uh, don't see them coming off anytime soon. I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but you mentioned about that old farmhouse that you live in uh, over the years. What kind of insulation is there now? I'm sure it's quite different than when it was new, but what 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 kind of insulating have you done over the years? Uh, we have the, the entire wall system is spray foam now, so I don't have to worry about that. The The attic... Um, we've blown, blown in some cellulose, uh, 12 years ago, but when I, I get around to redoing my roof, which I think I, I put on, uh, Grand Canyon GAF shingles 15 years ago, um, they were hail damaged May of 22 and I haven't gotten uh, around to replacing them yet, Denny, as, uh, much to the chagrin of my insurance company that keeps sending me nasty grams <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, I, uh, again, I'll get to my roof when I have uh, dealt with most of my customers' roofs. So maybe uh, 2026, if we're lucky, I'll, uh, when I when I tear that roof off, all that insulation is going to come out. And we're going to spray foam the entire attic space and then uh, put on the new roof. Excellent. All right, hang on. We're going to take a quick break, inviting our listeners to join in on the remaining minutes here of our Home Improvement Show. Uh, we'll pick. All right, hang on. We're going to take a quick break, inviting our listeners to join in on the remaining minutes here of our Home Improvement Show. Uh, we'll pick up on more texts that we didn't get to yet. 
461-9226. It's a Saturday on CCU. Don't forget, Twins Baseball, tune us in at 245 this afternoon here on A3OWCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. Denny Long here, along with Andy Lindus from Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch with those folks this coming week, 844-9-LINDUS. Easy number to remember, 844-9-LINDUS. Tony, uh, Anthony, we have, Andy, boy, a bunch of uh, text messages yet to to help out here. Let let me briefly summarize this one. Uh, It's a two-story townhome. There are wood support posts in the basement. One has some small vertical cracks. On one side, it's about two inches long, uh, the width of a dime. The other, next, there's a crack about three feet long and the width of a quarter, about one inch deep. The question is, does does this need immediate attention uh, long term? The home was built in 2001. Post was replaced shortly before they bought it in 2015. Uh, would you be a little nervous about that, or what would you do if if that needs correction? If if I thought it could lead to it not being, you know, structurally sound, it'd make me nervous. But typically that's not the case in what they're describing. But uh, by all means, if it makes you nervous, have a professional take a look at it and give you their opinion on it and, and go from there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this listener wants you to address the need for gutters. <laughs> says, you don't need to convince me. We have them on both our home and lake home. But our son-in-law is convinced you do not need to have them because of ice dams. They have they meaning his uh, son-in-law. They have significant amount of ice going onto their driveway and walkways in the winter because they do not have gutters to divert that water. Why do some contractors? This uh, texture says say homes should not have gutters. Well, a um, couple of things going on there. Uh, one, can gutters cause ice dams? Open gutters, yes. Leaf guard, no. Where an open gutter is going to grab all that snow and ice and water and build it back up onto your roof. Leaf guard is shaped to discourage anything but liquid water from entering the trough. So if it's starting to freeze, you're going to get icicles coming down. So it might not eliminate the ice on the driveway that that, that you're after. But it sounds like if they have significant ice dams, uh, insulation and ventilation should at least be looked at and addressed. And I can tell you the home was built in the early 2000s. The contractor more than likely did not do a good enough job insulating and ventilating that attic space. It's almost always the case, Denny. And and so when we go into those homes, usually we can address that. Now, architects and contractors have, have tried to get and deal with water management from a landscaping standpoint and a design standpoint. I would take a look at any of the splashback you're having up onto the house, any of the landscaping washout, um, any other other damage that's getting caused by the water. That'd be reason for me to put the gutters on. Not all homes need gutters, but the majority of them need them at least in a couple of spots. Okay, very good. Uh, This uh, listener says, I have a one and a half story. I bet you can address this differently. Uh, Story and a half house does not have enough space for the proper insulation and ventilation. Uh, you may argue with that. Uh, Texter says, I get ice buildup, especially in the valleys, in spite of raking the roof after each snowfall. Would heat tape help and be appropriate here? Raking the roof gets more difficult each year on my back and shoulders. I can relate to that. Uh, what about that? A story and a half homes, they can be insulated, right? Yeah, it's not enough space to conventionally do what we want to do like in an ordinary attic. 
And and because of that, because of the design, it uh, typically is going to be in that 30 to 40% more expensive to properly insulate a story and a half home per square foot than it is a conventional attic space. So if you have knee walls upstairs, those there's some things that we have to do to address that in order to make the airflow where it should and to insulate that, that home properly in order to try to eliminate ice dams. And it's and sometimes that cost is a deterrent for people doing that, and then we end up breaking our roofs and installing heat tapes in in lieu of spending that, that type of money on insulation and ventilation. So that's... Uh, I wish I had a better answer for you, but uh, story and a half homes are the most difficult ones that we deal with on a, on a regular basis, but it is a very doable situation. And we have lots of success in doing what we do on those homes to make sure that they no longer have ice dams. Just reading an unsolicited comment from, uh, let's see, Pete and Phyllis, who say, good morning, Denny and Andy. We have had leaf guard gutters on our home since 1981. Oh, our yard has four large oaks, an ash, and a maple. We have never had a clog gutter. So good going. Well, fantastic. I I'm guessing say. 1991 is probably more like it. but uh, More like it. Well, I'm looking at this other text here, and I know we're almost out of time. I've never heard of this. Are gutter sponges good for winter season? If not, why not? What are they talking about there, Andy? Gutter sponges are not good for any season. Um, they don't work. They clog. They 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 have water usually sitting in the gutters. It's a mosquito breeding ground. Then um, I've never seen a gutter sponge work. It's another gizmo that goes inside gutters. Denny. It looks like a sponge. Takes up the entire trough, so water can go through, but then the tree debris sits on top of it. And just like any other filter or screen. Or anything, eventually that, that, that sponge is clogged with tree debris and, and decayed tree debris, or it's grabbing it and building it up onto your roof. So it's just not a, it's a gimmick. Um, again, one of those things that people try before they, they have us out. Remember, the vast majority of gutters that we're replacing with Leaf Guard Denny, they have a sponge, a screen, a filter, a topper, uh, you name it, on the home. Like over 75% of the homes that we, we replace gutters on, they've tried something else to keep them free and clear of leave debris. And obviously they're not working because we're out there redoing it with leave yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We are plumb out of time, Andy. Let's do this again next week. In the meantime, I want to ask our listeners to, again, call Lindis if you need that help. 844-9-LINDIS, 844-9-LINDIS, lindisconstruction.com. Andy, thanks so much. Hope you and the crews have a good week, and we'll uh, we'll reconnect next week. Sounds Very good. Thanks, Andy. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Again, reminder for you Twins fans, and there are many, you uh, tune in to us. Take us with you. 2.45 this afternoon. We'll get things underway with uh, Twins and Houston. Enjoy the day. Thanks for listening. Mostly cloudy skies will hit about 52 today. Right now on CCO, 45 degrees. Stay with